Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of The Universe, where we talk about anything and everything science-related that happens in our universe. Today we'll be beginning our series, Can We Save Our Planet? This week, we'll be discussing the topic of, Are Bioplastics the Future? With over 18 billion pounds of plastic in our oceans worldwide, Plastic is having major implications on the health of our ecosystems, animals, and humanity. Marine animals such as seals are becoming ensnared on six-pack rings. Small pieces of plastic are being consumed by fish and being mixed in with the sea salt, which in turn goes into our bodies through the food we eat. As public awareness has increased on the harmful impacts of plastic, consumers and manufacturers have begun looking for alternatives. The solution is somewhat simple, bioplastics. Marianne Webster defines bioplastic simply as biodegradable plastic that is made or derived from biological material. If you base your opinions of bioplastics solely on its name and definition, you'd assume bioplastics are the solutions to the world's plastic crisis. But we have to go deeper and look at how bioplastics are made to understand why they may not be as good as they seem. Hang on, let's backtrack for a second. Before we talk about the specifics of bioplastics, we need to first understand some key terminology that is used often when talking about bioplastics. The first term is degradable, which means can be broken down into tiny fragments or particles. All plastics are degradable, including conventional plastics made of fossil fuels. The second term is biodegradable. Biodegradable plastics can be broken down into water, carbon dioxide, and compost under the right conditions by microorganisms. The term bioplastic implies that they can be broken down in weeks to months. If a bioplastic cannot be broken down, it is considered non-biodegradable. The final term is compostable, which means the bioplastic is biodegradable but must be broken down in a composting facility where microorganisms will break it into water, carbon dioxide, inorganic compounds, and biomass while leaving no toxins behind. There are two main types of bioplastics currently being produced. Polyactic acid, also known as PLA, and polyhydroxyalkanoates, also known as PHA. PLA is the biodegradable polymer of lactic acid and is normally made from the fermented starch of plants such as corn, cassava, or cane sugar, which are carbon neutral and biodegradable. The process to transform corn into plastic begins by immersing corn kernels in sulfur dioxide and hot water. The immersion breaks down the corn into starch, protein, and fiber. From there, the kernels are grounded while the corn oil is separated from the starch. This now separated starch of the corn is used to make plastic because it is made of long chains of carbon molecules similar to the carbon chains of fossil fuels, which are used to create conventional plastics. After citric acid is added to the starch to create long chains of polymer, which are large molecules made of smaller repeating units that are the building blocks of plastic. This newly formed bioplastic can look and act like conventional plastics such as polyethylene, polystyrene, and polypropylene. PLA can be used in a variety of materials, including plastic films, packaging, styrofoam, plastic cutlery, and auto parts. PHA is made of microorganisms that are sometimes genetically engineered to make plastic from organic materials. These microorganisms are given high levels of carbon while being deprived of nutrients such as phosphorus, oxygen, and nitrogen. Their diet results in the production of carbon reserves of PHA, which are stored in granules small compact particles of a substance until the microorganisms can gain the required nutrients to grow and reproduce. The now extracted PHA has a variety of uses, including single-use plastics and medical applications such as slings and bone plates, as PHA is biodegradable and poses no harm to living tissue.
One of the biggest benefits of bioplastics over conventional plastics is that they help reduce our carbon footprint. Around 8% of oil worldwide is used to produce plastic. By switching to bioplastics, it would reduce the global need for oil at a time when the world is looking for more renewable sources of energy and reduce the amount of carbon being released into the atmosphere. This is because the carbon that is released in bioplastics would be returning carbon from the plant growth, while the carbon released in oil would never naturally appear as it is trapped underground. Additionally, unlike oil, which can only be found in certain places of the world and will eventually run out, plants needed for bioplastics are sustainable and can be theoretically grown in most areas of the world, helping to equal out the revenue produced by the plastic industry. Developing countries would be able to grow the plants needed to create bioplastics, which in turn would help grow their economies and lift people out of poverty. However, there are many issues with bioplastics in the present and in the future, which outweigh the benefits. One of the biggest problems related to bioplastics is related to the land needed to grow the plants used in bioplastics. As the human population grows and food sources become more scarce, it has never been so important to use farmland efficiently. The Plastic Pollution Coalition estimates that to meet the worldwide demand for bioplastics would require the use of 3.4 million acres of land. That's bigger than Belgium, Denmark, and the Netherlands combined. This land is crucial to ensuring food production remains high enough to feed the human population or global chaos could occur as food becomes a more precious commodity. A 2010 study from the University of Pittsburgh compared different types of plastic, including conventional plastics and bioplastics. It determined that bioplastics produce the highest amount of pollutants from the fertilizers and pesticides used in the growing process and the chemical process used to turn the plants into plastic. Though the idea of bioplastics was to help protect the environment, scientists found that bioplastics contributed more to the depletion of the ozone than other types of plastics. A bioplastic known as BPET was found to have the highest potential for toxic effects on ecosystems and the most carcinogens. However, what remains the biggest challenge to the future of bioplastics is the disposal process. To be disposed of properly, bioplastics must be composted in a high temperature composting facility so the microbes can break down. If bioplastics are not composted properly, they will break down very slowly on a similar timeline to conventional plastics made of petroleum. Additionally, if the micro pieces of bioplastics are not composted properly end up in the water, they could be there for decades where they can endanger marine animals. With bioplastics being a new technology, very few cities have the necessary infrastructure to compost of bioplastics, resulting in them being placed in landfills. If they're mixed with conventional plastics, they can in fact hurt the recycling infrastructure. Bioplastics contain PET, also known as polyethylene tetraethylate. If this polymer is detected in plastic recycling, the entire lot could be rejected from recycling and end up in the landfill. Another big issue with the disposal of bioplastics is the lack of public awareness on the topic. The city of Seattle considered implementing bioplastics, but found human error to be the biggest problem with people assuming that since the plastics are made of biological materials, they're biodegradable and don't have to be disposed of properly. Fun fact. If bioplastics are deprived of oxygen, they release methane. Methane is much worse for the environment, as it is 23 times more potent than carbon dioxide. With the diversion of land from food production, increased pollution, weak composting infrastructure, and a higher cost of around 20 to 50 percent, more bioplastics will do little to help solve the current plastic crisis. Thanks for watching this episode of The Universe, and make sure to tune in to next week's episode to learn about how climate change is increasing worldwide natural disasters.